Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I am your host, Natalie Green, and I am so happy to have you here today. For this week's episode, I wanted to discuss the five love languages and maybe to help you find out what yours is, what your partner's is, maybe what your friends and families are, just so you can better understand them as people and really to strengthen those relationships and connections. I'll, of course, get more into that in the heart of the episode, but I will begin, as I always do, with what I've been into and what I've been up to. So, what I've been into listening to Christmas music. (laughs) December is in full swing, especially in my household. I am listening to only exclusively Christmas music, which I know sounds a little bit crazy, um, except for when I work out. That's the only time that I'm not listening to Christmas music, but this month comes once a year, so I am fully delving into all of the Christmas classics. I have my perfect Christmas hits playlist on Spotify and it's just so fun and cozy and I personally do love Christmas music probably all of it (laughs) so I do look forward to listening to it every year and it just really helps the holiday come alive so fully delving into Christmas music what I've been up to the girlies and I this weekend went to a Korean spa in K-Town LA which was uh, it was an absolute blast. I obviously always have fun with my girlfriends, but my boyfriend and I used to always go to a Korean spa while we were in Korea. We would always go when it was raining and probably went like twice a month, like every month. It's a really cool concept. If you have never been to one, I highly recommend it. You pay like $30 to go there and you change into these funny little outfits and you go into different heated rooms. They have very different temperatures and there's like a red light room, like a salt light rock like heated room, a jade room, um, just a sauna. And then they also have a cold room. And it's super fun. I always love doing it. And, you know, there's tons of health benefits in the circulation and everything for going into these heated rooms. And I personally love it. I think it's so absolutely worth it. I think the girls had a really great time, too. So, yeah, that's what I was up to. We also went to... Shout out to BCD Tofu House. I'm not going to lie. I was a hater at first because I don't do tofu. I'm not a big fan. But we were going to go because, you know, Cece, we're trying to squeeze in those last places before she heads home. And she really loves BCD Tofu House. And so did my friend Gina. So we went and tried it for the first time. I'm totally a convert. It is so good. So if you look up, if there's a BCD Tofu House near you, I found out there's also some in Dallas, Texas, which I'm very excited about because I will be taking my friends there. But there's plenty in SoCal and I think maybe NorCal. So BCD Tofu House check it out. It's delicious. Korean comfort food, so good. So yeah, I'm a convert. Try it out. It was a very Korean cultural themed weekend. (laughs) Now, jumping right in. You may or may not have heard the term love language, and you might have thought that it was some woo-woo, hippy-dippy thing. In reality, Understanding your love language and the love language of not only your partner, but even your friends and family members can help strengthen those connections and better understand why people might behave the way that they do. A love language is defined as the way in which one gives and receives love. This might sound a bit fuzzy, but let me help paint a clearer picture. 
there are five main love languages and yours might be a mix of a few or you might just really ring true with one and the other ones you might just think, "Uh uh-uh, not me. That does not matter at all to me. But the five main love languages are acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, and physical touch. Now, let's dive into how each one of these love languages might look, what that person might dislike, and just some ways to help show that love language to your partner, friends, or family if that seems to be their love language. Starting off with acts of service. This love language is when we do small gestures or things that help our partner in some way or show that we are thinking of them. For example, it could be doing the dishes after they cooked dinner. It could be making dinner when you know they had a long day. It could be walking the dog when your partner doesn't feel well. These gestures might seem small and mundane to some, but each of these acts is taking time and effort out of one person's day, and they are essentially gifting that effort to the person they love, showing their love in these acts. These acts are a way to make the other person feel cared for, and they prefer to see actions over words. This person will feel sad if you do not reciprocate the acts of service when they are going through a hard time, and they would have likely done those things for you if the tables were turned. Some ways to express acts of service for your partner are, like I mentioned earlier, taking the dog for a walk, doing the dishes, or folding the laundry. Just simple things like that. The next love language we will be discussing is quality time. This is giving the other person your undivided attention. If your love language is quality time, you want to have solid time together, being present and truly spending time together without distractions like texts or emails and making lasting memories together. This gesture shows love not only by gifting time, but also by gifting your attention. With the constant dinging of notifications and flashy lights, it's hard to give someone our undivided attention. In giving that partner quality time, you are gifting them your attention as well as your time. This person does not like when you cancel on plans, when you're constantly on your phone, or getting distracted when you're supposed to be spending time together. Ideas to express quality time to your partner, if it is their love language, are trying a new restaurant, going on a walk, or scheduling a date night. Next up, words of affirmation. This love language is totally focused on verbal expression. If this is your love language, you want to hear your partner's affection through speech. Compliments, affirmations, praise, and encouragement mean a lot to you, even when it's coming from your friends and family as well. They say a picture is worth a thousand words, but in your mind, words are worth it all. Being able to provide words of affirmation shows that you have thought deeply about that person and being able to express that to them takes effort and consideration. And that is how this love language shows their love. On the other hand, as this person holds words in such a high regard, using hurtful words and saying mean things in an argument will affect this individual much more than someone with a different love language. So be careful with how you handle arguments. 
A few ways to express words of affirmation are leaving around little sticky notes saying that you love them or are proud of them. It could be giving them compliments that don't have to be complicated at all. Or you could just randomly call them and tell them that you're proud of them. Next up, giving and receiving gifts. Now, this one gets a lot of hate because obviously everyone loves to receive presents. But this love language actually goes much deeper than that. The person with this love language loves to receive thoughtful gifts as they have shown that you have thought about that person, what they like or dislike, and maybe even what they need. It is not necessarily the gift itself that the person loves, but the thought, time, and effort behind the gift. And it doesn't even need to be a large gift. It could be a snack after a long day, just something that shows you care and thought about that person. This person does not like generic gifts. Obviously, it's not that they're ungrateful, but they find the most value out of the gift from the effort and the thought behind why you got it for them, as opposed to the item itself. Ideas on showing love through gift giving could be bringing your partner their favorite snack or candy from the store. It could be making them a photo album, or you could just be buying or sending them flowers for no reason at all. Lastly, physical touch. This love language is for those who tend to be snuggle bugs. Whether it's with friends, family, or your partner, the individual with this love language likes to hug, hold hands, or just be physically close with others. The love is shown through this language through the connection of being physically close. They also feel emotionally close. A few examples to express this love language is rubbing their back when they're upset, maybe holding their hands or linking arms while walking around, or just give them a random hug sometime throughout the day. Now that we've gone through all five of the love languages, there are several things that I want to note about what I just laid out. The reason this concept matters and truly why it can help strengthen all of our relationships is understanding how someone might be trying to show or express their love for us, but we might not see it because it isn't our love language and vice versa. This does not mean that if someone whose love language is words of affirmation does not like acts of service they simply might not immediately register the acts of service as a way of showing love. One of my best friends was just talking to us about her boyfriend and how she thinks that she might like him more than he likes her because they don't have the same love language. His love language is acts of service and kind of gift giving, while hers is more of a quality time slash words of affirmation love language. So while we, my friend group, can clearly see from an outside perspective that he is absolutely head over heels for her, it's harder for her to see because it's not her love language, and honestly, vice versa. But this also brings me into my second point that I think is so, so crucial in all our relationships, and it's understanding that if someone has a different love language than ours, be it a partner, friend, or family member, they will likely never be able to meet you exactly where you want them to be simply because they have a different love language than you. I think it all really falls down to meeting each other halfway. It is important to have these conversations with your partner so that they know what you need to feel affirmed and loved, but 
also knowing that they can only express their love in your love language to a certain extent. But in meeting halfway, you are also working to better see and understand their acts of love through their love language. So if your love language is giving and receiving gifts, but your partner's love language is acts of service, it's understanding that they might not always have your favorite snack waiting for you after a long day, but they may have cleaned the house or prepared dinner for you. This might not initially trigger you to see the acts of love, but by working to see that your partner is showing that they love and care for you through these acts, you will feel more loved and they will feel more validated. And this goes both ways. Try to show your partner love through their love language as best you can, but also don't feel bad or neglectful showing love in your love language. Just because it's not theirs does not make it an issue. Just be sure to communicate that, hey, I did this for you because I saw you had a long day, or hey, I got this for you because I know you really like it. Even if words of affirmation are not your love language, you still have to use your words to communicate effectively, of course. So all in all, try to either ask your friends and family and partner what their love languages are and maybe explain this concept to them, send them this podcast episode, or try to observe what they've done for you or how they speak to you or any gifts they've given to you or just how they are around you and try to understand how they might be expressing that love towards you and see if you can express that your love to them in that way as well to try and make sure that they feel affirmed and valued in that relationship and maybe tell them what your love language is so that you can be fully validated and feel comfortable as well. Just some food for thought and I really think it would help all of our connections strengthen and just better understand why people do things and maybe why they aren't doing things just because it's not their love language and they don't know that it's yours. So strengthening communication. Now with that, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please like, share, and leave a comment if you did. But I will end now with a quote from Rumi. And he said, Listen with ears of tolerance. See through the eyes of compassion. Speak with the language of love. Now with that, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening and keep consciously blooming into your best self.